This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a study of the first three chapters in the book of Daniel. And as we've said in previous evenings, June, we, we believe that these chapters could speak to us for such a time as this, for because of the condition of the world today, as well as the condition in the United States today. Again, Daniel, we want to remind you that Daniel's name in Hebrew means God is my judge. We know the other three men spoken of as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but their original names also reflect their heart toward God. Uh, Shadrach's uh, Hebrew name is Hananiah. It means whom God has given. Meshach's name was Mishael, that which God is. And Abednego's name was whom God aids. So these were godly men (coughs) brought into Babylon to live in an entirely different environment. And there was new literature, new customs, even new names. But these were external factors Their hearts never changed. They purposed in their heart to serve God. And we saw that um, in verse 8, which is a key verse, it says, Daniel made up his mind or purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wines which he drank to be, and he sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. And since Daniel purposed in his heart, God put favor in the heart of this commissioner and they fed them vegetables and they did not have to eat and be defiled by the king's dainties. And then the time came at the end of chapter one where they were presented to Nebuchadnezzar. And in verse 20, it says, and as for every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king consulted them, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and conjurers who were all in his realm. Junie, God's presence and favor was so much upon these men. And we need to see Shelley and remind all listeners that in the Torah, which Moses was given on Mount Sinai, the commandments, there were certain foods that were clean and unclean. So Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not defile themselves by eating unclean food, which was served on the king's table 
in Babylon. And God gave them wisdom because they submitted their decision to the overseers and said, test us for 10 days. Give us vegetables and fruits and see how we look. And after 10 days, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego outshone all the other people. And when they came before the king, they were 10 times better yes, Lord. than all the other men that came before the king. I mean, if we think of it, it's supernatural that God chose for Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be his witnesses. He entrusted them to be the king's assistant in Babylon. And the Babylonian gods were certainly not the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we too are in Babylon in a very real sense if we're Jews who don't know the Lord, if we're the ecclesia, Jews and Gentiles of all nations who do know the Lord and are part of the body of Christ, or if we're a combination of both living in the world for ourselves and living in total sin, the truth is this is not our eternal home. We're only here for a number of days, which the Lord knows. That's why he tells us that we should number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. Our home is eternally with the Lord in heaven, and he will give us a new name, the scriptures tell us, or our home is eternally in hell with the devil and his fallen angels. And I just pray somehow this week's teaching will stir every listener Let it be, Lord. to say, help me, Lord, change my life. I want to be your witness here in earth. Teach me to be wise. Teach me to number my days. Amen. Let it be. All right, let's go on to chapter two, where we see an incredible situation. Again, I'm reading from the New American Standard. Just if you don't have your Bibles, just listen intently. Now, in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams and his spirit was troubled and his sleep left him. Then the king gave orders to call in the magicians, the conjurers, the sorcerers and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I had a dream, and my spirit is anxious to understand the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell the dream to your servants, and we will declare the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The command for me is firm. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you will be torn limb from limb, and your houses will be made a rubbish heap. But if you declare the dream and its interpretation, you will receive from me gifts and a reward and great honor. Therefore, declare to me the dream and its interpretation. They answered a second time and said, let the king tell the dream to his servants and we'll declare the interpretation. The king answered and said, 
I know for certain that you are bargaining for time inasmuch as you have seen that the command from me is firm. And if you do not make the dream known to me, there is only one decree for you, for you have agreed together to speak lying and corrupt words before me until the situation is changed. Therefore, tell me the dream that I may know that you can declare to me its interpretation. Verse 10, the Chaldeans answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who could declare the matter for the king, inasmuch as no great king or ruler has ever asked anything like this of any magician or conjurer or Chaldean. Moreover, the thing which the king demands is difficult. There is no one else who could declare it to the king except God's, whose dwelling place is not with mortal flesh. Because of this, the king became indignant and very furious and gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain, and they looked for Daniel and his friends to kill them. Then Daniel replied with discretion and discernment to Arioch, the captain of the king's bodyguard, who had gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's commander, for what reason is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Arioch informed Daniel about the matter. So Daniel went in and requested of the king that he would give him time in order that he might declare the interpretation to the king. Then Daniel went to his house and informed his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, in order that they might request compassion from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his friends might not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Junie, what an incredible story. In other words, uh, I don't know what Nebuchadnezzar was thinking, how he was asking something impossible. How can a man not just interpret the dream, but tell him what the dream was? So this was, it was, it was a situation that only God could <laughs> be the answer. And what's interesting, Shelley, was Daniel was such a man of faith that he said to um, Ariak, why is this so urgent that you're slaying us? And he went before the king and asked for time. And somehow in his spirit, he knew that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob could interpret dreams. That's what he did for Joseph. And he went to his friends, and they were going to begin to pray and cry out, not only to interpret the dream, but for God to reveal to them this dream, which the king would know and all the magicians would know had to come from God himself. And that's what's so important, Shelley, for us to remember that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were sent to the king of Babylon to be a witness Amen. that Amen. the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was alive and was able not only to interpret the dream, but even to reveal it to his servants. 
but God. Hallelujah. Verse 19 in chapter 2. Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel's, his heart was so set on the Lord. Daniel answered and said, let the name of God be blessed forever and ever. For wisdom and power belong to him. And it is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. To thee, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise. For thou hast given me wisdom and power. Even now thou hast made known to me what we requested of thee, for thou hast made known to us the king's matter. Junie, what can you say? Can you just read over the things that God revealed and what Daniel said? The name of God be glorified. He changes, he gives, he reveals those verses that are very powerful. Really? What God does. Can you read them? Uh, well, he changes times, he removes kings, he brings in kings, he gives wisdom, he reveals hidden things, he knows what's in the darkness, and it goes on and on. Thank you, Lord. Father, we are living in times when we need to really know that you know, and we pray that we would Submit our lives to you yes, completely. Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.